Welcome to the Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and today, well, today Justin Hausman was supposed to be here, but folks, Hausman is the hardest working and most in-demand journalist in outdoor media, so unfortunately, you won't hear him on the Rock Fight again until next week. And if you came here today expecting to listen to the sweet, sweet, dulcet tones of Justin Hausman, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to contend with just me. Because someone has picked a rock fight with me, and I want to spend today's episode responding to an email I received from a listener who didn't like what I had to say about Puffin Drinkware. Before we get to that, did you know that it's Secondhand September? Secondhand September is a month-long challenge to shop secondhand, so that means it's time to gear up for winter with Gear Trade, your home for unnew outdoor gear, footwear, and apparel. Head to GearTrade.com today. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Rock Fight, Rock Fight, Rock Fight. Two weeks ago on The Rock Fight, as Justin and I were running down recent headlines to come out of the outdoor industry, I used a press release about the naming of a new CEO at Puffin Drinkware, which is a company that makes beer koozies that look like little puffy jackets, to express my disdain about that brand and others like it. Here's a clip from that episode in case you missed it. Because Puffin Drinkware, for those of you who don't know, are koozies. Yes. But they're koozies that are made to be cute little jackets that you put your 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 can or your bottle in. Like little down jackets. Little down jackets with like arms and stuff. And the reason why I have such a problem with this is because they're using the the back of the outdoor industry, which is a lineage of brands and products who actually uh, innovated something to make it better, to solve a problem in the outdoor space. And they're going off the back of it saying, this is a koozie for the outdoor consumer. Well, guess what? Koozies don't fucking work. All right. I've never had a koozie <laughs> and kept my, oh my God, my drink is so cold here. And they're not marketing this thing on like, this is the, this is the koozie that's going to keep your drink cold. They're marketing it off of this is cute. Yeah. Now at the same time, it's all these different fabrics, which I guarantee you are all derived from petroleum are made in a factory in some other country. Who knows what the working conditions are? And they'll tell you that's great. Bottom line is there's an impact to making these things and they're, hideous and pointless and you're using our space to sell them and it drives me fucking bananas whenever i see one of these in an outdoor store so i worked in the outdoor industry for a long time i started in retail worked the floor at outdoor shops and moved on to a variety of brands my last stop being at polar tech who has invented and makes lots of the fabrics that your favorite outdoor brands use in their apparel on every stop along the way, the roles I was in engaged with outdoor products, either working with customers in the shop or internally at brands who make shoes, apparel, food, water bottles, or textiles. My whole career in the outdoor industry was tied to stuff that existed to enable our outdoor adventures. With roles in retail, customer service, sales, and marketing, I gained insight into how the stuff is made and the impact it has on our world and our community. I want you to know this because my beef with Puffin isn't just a throwaway, oh, that's stupid, superficial judgment of a product that I think looks lame. I promise I'd never waste your time or even my time on this show doing something like that. No, Puffin Drinkware is a perfect example of the real problems we have in the outdoor space, and I wanted to be sure I put my opinion out there. And then just the other day, I got a listener email. You can email me too. Shoot it on over to myrockfight at gmail.com. But this email came from a guy named Walter. Walter from Portland. And Walter writes, Hey, Colin, love the show and the new theme song. Appreciate that, Walter. Thank you. Thank you for listening. 
but I'm writing to throw a rock regarding your diss of the puffins. Where's your sense of levity? Why can't artful and interesting be functional enough? To me, this is part of the industry's problem. It's no fun. We need to lighten up, Francis. Nice stripes reference. A beer wearing a puffy might do us all some good. And I say this as someone who doesn't really get the koozie thing either. I mean, how often do you wrap up in a blanket to stay cool? But I know a hit at camp when I see one. Walter in Portland. (sighs) All right, Walter, I'm not mad at you. You And honestly, I'm not mad at all. I'm frustrated at the state of things with an industry that I owe a career to that is supposed to serve a community who I see as my people. For those who just like to go outside and enjoy nature in their favorite outdoor branded t-shirt, let me offer you a brief history lesson about why we have the stuff that we have. Outdoor stuff started as survival stuff. Early humans relied on agriculture and animal skins and whatever else was around to protect themselves from their environment. Over time, we learned to spin fibers into yarns and yarns into fabrics, and this led to us gaining the ability to choose what to wear depending on the circumstances we'd find ourselves in. In the United States in the 19th century, wealthy East Coast elites started to head west for mountain adventures and would procure buckskin suits from Native women so they wouldn't look like posers getting off the train in Wyoming or wherever it was they were headed. This is the beginning of outdoor recreation, going outside specifically for fun, relaxation, or adventure, and not just protecting yourself from a dangerous environment. Then in the early 20th century, synthetic fibers were invented. Polyester, neoprene, nylon, all game changers that helped us get to the invention of three fabric technologies that changed how we go outside and really kicked things off at the end of the 20th century, Gore-Tex, Polar Fleece, and Thinsulate. It was those apparel innovations that really changed things. From 1980 till 1998, massive changes in the options for making comfortable performance fabrics and apparel came about and helped to create what we know today as the billion-dollar outdoor industry, mostly on the back of innovation, of solving needs. How much innovation is still happening in 2023 is a topic for another podcast, but the spirit of the outdoor industry is rooted in making things that keep us warm, cool, dry, or safe when we go outside. And that's where my beef with Puffin drinkware begins. When I discovered that this product, Puffin, existed, my industry-conditioned brain looked for the advantage that Puffin would give you over other koozies. Of course I noticed the cute jacket-for-your-beard look, but I just assumed that would be paired with a performance innovation. And when I discovered that no innovation existed, the tumblers fell into place. That this was just an overly complicated koozie constructed to make you go... Aww. And I kind of lost my mind. You see, Walter, while something light and fun and creative is great, there are real impacts to our world when we make things. And anything we make gets a twofer in how it impacts our planet, the part where it's made, and the part when it gets discarded and sits in a landfill or at the bottom of the ocean for like the next 10,000 years. So knowing this, My baseline expectation of anything made by a brand that considers themselves of the outdoor space is that they'd at least bring something to the table that makes a difference. In this case, maybe like keeping your drink colder than other koozies. I mean, Crocs are a fashion and environmental crime against humanity, but at least there are thru-hikers using them as camp shoes and paddlers who appreciate how they can float in case their craft capsizes. And as the father of children who used to be toddlers, I can see how parents would prefer Crocs for when their kids are going through that phase when you can't get them to consistently wear their shoes and or socks. I mean, I can see it. I'd never do it. I love and respect my children far too much to put Crocs on their feet. 
Yeah, that's right, toddler parents. Do right by your kids. Don't dress them like a dumbass in the name of convenience. But if I'm being honest, Walter, Puffin is just the avatar for the things that need to be fixed in the outdoor industry. Many outdoor brands hide behind claims of innovation and environmental support in order to keep churning up products we don't need and aren't bringing anything new to the table. I mean, did you know that not including retailers, there are eight brands or companies that are rooted in the outdoors that carry revenue in the billions of dollars? You know how much stuff you have to sell to get to a billion dollars? Let's just say the average retail price of a product at one of these companies is $100. That covers us for the $20 trucker caps and the $200 jacket. To get to a billion dollars, you have to sell 10 million units at $100 a piece. And that's just the first billion. The market caps for Nike, Adidas, and VF, who owns the North Face, are $189, $26, and $11 billion respectively. How much of those figures do you think comes from people who are going out to run, climb, ski, hike, or backpack? Not much. So you see, Walter, there's a fair amount of bullshit baked into the industry that makes the stuff that we all buy to go outside. Brands continue to make things under protective claims of innovation while also claiming they are green because something has a recycled yarn in it. The conversation needs to be centered around consuming less and developing exit strategies for stuff when its usefulness has ended. And until that happens en masse, I will continue to have the expectation that a brand or product that is marketed towards outdoor consumers will at least have some technical advantage. Puffin drinkware is a sham, but it's no more of a sham than the koozie you picked up at Target on the way to that barbecue last summer. But it was a decision to make their products look like little outdoor garments. And it was a strategy to establish distribution in retailers like REI and at the counter in my local climbing gym. And no matter how hard they may try, and my guess is they don't try very hard, the act of making each one of these products leaves behind a very real impact on the earth for no reason better than so that you get to say your beer looks cute. So no, Walter, Francis will not lighten up. Francis will just keep on throwing rocks. That's the show for today and the shows for this week. Send your comments and questions for a future mailbag to myrockfight at gmail.com. Please do me a solid and right now click follow and rate the show at five stars in the podcast app you're hearing this on. It really helps the show. I know that everybody says that, but it's actually true. So if you're on board with our mission of outdoor podcast global domination, you know, please click follow. We'll be back next week with more ideas that aim for your head. The Rock Fight is a production of Rock Fight LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, Krista Makes from Less Than Jake is here to take us out with the Rock Fight fight song. We'll see you next time.